welcome to the 22nd episode of Conscious Awakening. 22 is my lucky number. Wait, it's is it really? Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Well, yes, today we have McKenna Renee. I met her two years ago while we were volunteering at Lightning in a Bottle. And we just really clicked. <laughs> we really clicked, like, right away. We, we had a car ride together, thanks to Jerome. Shout out to Jerome. Without you, we probably wouldn't have met. Yep. But <laughs> yes, I. Um, she's just amazing soul and beautiful human being, and uh, we just have so much to talk about today. It's, it's really exciting. It's been a while too. Um, but I just <laughs> wanted to say one story from when I met you. Go ahead. There was. This is like when I first met her. This was in the car ride to Lightning in a Bottle. There was this like piece yeah. of like. It was one of those puzzles where you had to figure out how to disconnect two things. And I remember that little it was Jerome's, it, right? Yeah, it was Jerome's. He he was like, "Dude, like can you guys, can you guys, you know, detach it? I can't detach it." And she immediately detached it. And Jerome was like, "What the hell? How'd you Mind do blown. that?" He was like, "What the hell? I've been trying to detach it for months." And then she said, "You know, you just can't force things and just let it flow." And I'm like, this girl, I love her so much. <laughs> that was so cool too. That thing was like, it was a trip. Yeah, I don't even know what it was called, but it was one of those things. I tried it and I couldn't take it out. I think everyone in the car tried it and then she was like the last one to do it and then she detached it. And so it says a lot. Just from that one simple thing. Well, it, it's simple, but to many of us, we make it complicated and try to force it, which is very applicable to life. Yep, yep very. <laughs> yeah, so today, McKenna really wanted to talk about the in inevitability of depression in this human experience. Is yeah. that right? Yep. Yeah. That was on point. Yeah, yeah. Here comes. And here comes the dogs. Oh, and nice. there, there goes the dogs. Okay. The universe was like, nope. It's <laughs> like they're they're in the bubble right now. Yes. And so yeah, just so do you want to just you know take it take it away and just um, I don't know if you have like a spiel. <laughs> I've just been listening to other podcasts too, so that I know what to say. But um, it's something that I like feel in my heart, so that's why I brought it up. Mm-hmm. Um, so. <laughs> I feel that as a human being, um, it's inevitable to experience depression no matter like how old you are because, <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> Brody. <laughs> um, for anyone not listening or watching the video, there is two dogs and a dog just sat on me. Well, it's, it's McKenna's dog. <laughs> They're my dogs. They're, They're just like this. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, but yeah, go ahead. Uh, so it's inevitable to experience depression, um, in my opinion, because um, of a couple reasons. One of the biggest reasons is it shows our depths as human beings, well, spiritual beings having a human experience, and it shows the depth of human emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, depression comes from attachment, which is our, um, our crown chakra, which is uh, actually who we believe ourselves to be, like it's our almost like our core beliefs. Um, everybody around us, they're attracted to us because of the attachment. What we hold dear in our hearts is because of our attachment to other people. Um, and like to reach another phase in your life, you have to break that chakra open 
and um, then you will have another awakening and then you'll go back into another phase in your life like breaking out of the chrysalis and mm -hmm. becoming the butterfly oh yeah that's what we were talking about earlier yep <laughs> right now um, I was just talking earlier of like how that I should introduce her and she's kind of like oh I'm kind of going through my transition phase to my awakening stage and I'm like all right girl same, <laughs> same. so yeah it's a very it's, it's just energetically just or just for the collective conscious there's consciousness there's a lot that's just going on and a lot of change and there's a lot of everybody's affected by everything that's going yeah. on right now and it, and even though <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> no it's you're fine you're fine um, even though that we're all seemingly going through different things we're all still going through the same thing yeah if, if that makes sense <laughs> it's, it's all connected honestly yeah. like I breathe the air that you breathe so you experience what I experience on a different level mm -hmm. it might a different be perspective yeah but a different perspective like you've got different things going on but we could still relate um, and that's another reason why like experiencing depression is also very important because that connects you with other people mm -hmm. like we wouldn't know just how deeply we could feel if we lost something. Mm -hmm. Like it could be situational depression, which is um, like losing a family member or moving away or just something happening in your life that's just very, uh, it shakes you to your core. Like everything becomes unfamiliar and that's where all your growth comes from. Mm -hmm. You're like kind of shifted into a space of the unknown and you're like, I don't know what to do with myself. Yeah. yeah. I was reading somewhere that actually your subconscious, um, like having a breakdown, your subconscious will kind of push you into that area. Like it's inevitable to avoid that because it's your brain forcing your conscious to see what you've been bearing all this time yeah. and your subconscious starts to emerge and shows you like what your boundaries are what you really feel even if you try to like deny it to yourself it's mm -hmm. all going to be out in the open once you have that like that deep sadness or the deep rest depression deep mm -hmm. rest so oh whoa yeah i've never heard of that before no no it's a, it's a very big you have to go through it like that's why uh, it could be so hard because if it was so easy, everybody would be doing it and it wouldn't be really a topic of discussion. Mm -hmm. so. And I, there was this one time I posted about mental health on, on Instagram, but you were telling me, I think you commented that mental health is just the label that society puts on us for... To try I, to understand it. Oh yeah, to try to understand it. I was just like, oh well, labels. Labels, yep. <laughs> and that's like... I'm still kind of just figuring that whole label things out because I personally don't believe in labels because if you have a label, you get attached to that label and then you have expectations and then yep. you go down the rabbit hole. Yep, exactly. It's <laughs> yeah. a spiral. Yeah, it's a spiral. <laughs> and um, I I mean, I've gotten depressed and I'm sure you, since you're bringing it up, you've gotten depressed. Everybody. Yeah, but Everybody. I feel like what I'm realizing now is that the reasons why you get depressed is what helps you get closer to your purpose because for me when I got depressed it was because of a breakup like it and right now I'm realizing that love and relationships is a like part of my purpose and to help show people that connect to people yeah to connect to people <laughs> and so I don't know do you, do you feel the same or oh, definitely I feel like um, like how you had something with your relationship um, 
in a way that shows you what that person or the depth of your love towards that person really is Mm -hmm. so you I don't know what the situation was but Mm -hmm. um, it could have been that that love that you wanted to give was so great that that person just couldn't handle it but that teaches you that you have so much love to give Mm -hmm. and from that depression it makes you reevaluate things it makes you understand what it is that you actually feel and sometimes it can be really hard to look at that part of yourself because yeah. we tend to put it in the shadow mm-hmm. and kind of like forget about it but yeah there is just <laughs> a, a side note of because of that like personal depression for me that person who gave or not he didn't give me the depression I I went through that depression myself but that relationship that I had um, with myself and with him um, he actually is my best friend today and so that's like another thing that I realized the people who have and like kind of influence you to be at your lowest are also the people who are influencing you to be at your highest exactly yeah so it's the attachment that you have yeah yeah the connection (laughs) yeah so yeah and we're all connected and um he's probably thirsty oh I have a thing for you got water (laughs) yeah is that okay if I grab that yeah no go ahead I'm gonna grab this Sorry. <laughs> no, it's all good. Yeah, just please please hold the lavalier, my Got it. I got it. <laughs> it's all good. Oh, yeah. We are in your Belinda right now at a park. And, I, yeah, I'm still in L.A. just figuring out things. And it's okay. Come it's been a really good time for me to go inside and do my inner work and meet up it's with McKenna work. again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always busy now after having a kid. Oh my like, God, yes, I oh wanted to talk Lord. about that. Yes. Um, so you are a new mama. Yes, ma'am. And um, to your beautiful tax. <laughs> and um, I really wanted to talk about um, just your birthing process. I forgot exactly what the term is, lotus seed? The lotus birth? Lotus birth, yes, if you don't mind talking about that. No, I, I would That's love already to. off the topic of, that you originally talked about. I would love to. Yeah. I think it's actually a very important part of life uh, to talk about births because not everybody does. My hair is all over the place. Okay. It's okay, same. <laughs> <laughs> it's this wind, man. Um, so the lotus birth, uh, well, let me just start over. I had a water birth with midwives and it wasn't in a hospital, it was in a little birthing center. Um, And my choice to have a lotus birth uh, actually came from a birthing class that I went to uh, with a doula. And she was like explaining like all different types of ways that you could give birth. Um, And the lotus birth, what that is, is obviously you're having your child naturally. So with no medicine, um, like nothing, it's just all natural like you take your time you're not forcing the pushing you're just allowing it to happen mm-hmm. and once the baby is born um, they usually cut the umbilical cord mm-hmm. um, but I decided to keep the placenta and the umbilical cord deta- attached um, until it wanted to fall off on its own mm-hmm. and basically what that does um, I believe that Part of it is for the nutrition because all of the nutrients that come from the placenta are still being absorbed through the umbilical cord, umbilical cord <laughs> as they're being born. Um, 
but also when you cut the umbilical cord uh, it traumatizes the child after all of that journey that they just went through being mm. born and then it's that energetic cut yes between you and, and the, the child. mom yep exactly and also it like cuts off part of their oxygen while it's still um because oh, wow. yep there's they're still getting it from the placenta oh, wow. so yeah it's it's all sorts of stuff i didn't even know about it till the birthing class yeah the yeah. birthing class and i was like a month before i was supposed to give birth mm. so it was i'm happy i found out yeah. about that no, i'm happy <laughs> for you because because you shared it on social media i learned about it and i was really excited for you and I was just really excited for her to become a mom because I'm like, oh my god, she's gonna be an amazing mom. Thank you. <laughs> and, and I normally happy. don't like get really like. I mean, I congratulate you know mothers because it's like that's a miracle in itself. But but for her, I was just like, oh my god, yes. It was definitely a shock too. I was like, oh my god, I think I'm pregnant. And then I took six pregnancy tests and they were all positive. So, and then you're like, all right, I think I'm pretty sure I am. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, but it was a gift from the universe. So, mm -hmm. and everything kind of like, it was meant to happen. I actually had visions like a couple years back. Um, and I actually drew some pictures of Pax before I had her, not knowing oh, that she was going to be. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Were you with Benji at the time already? Or? Um, I think it was before and after. Oh wow! Yeah, oh, it was when I met him though. Like oh. we were friends. So. Mm -hmm. Yay! And it all just happened so how it is today. Yep. Yay! I'm so excited for you. I'm just Thank like, you. Um, I just, I really would love to share more about that. To ex like, potential expecting mothers is that the term? Ex not expecting mothers. Just mothers like, to be. Mo yeah, I guess. expecting mothers, yeah. mothers to be. Mothers to be. <laughs> because, I mean, we are in this shift where people are becoming more aware of just like natural ways to do things. Yep. And um, I, I don't know a lot of my friends who know about like lotus birthing. I'm pretty, water birthing is probably something that's more commonly known, but lotus birthing in particular. Not like necessarily. I said, yeah, yeah. And that's, like I said, I, I didn't know about it until you post about it on social media which is super weird because it's like the old ways how they used to give birth like it's been around for a much longer time than what we're used to and like people only know about what's more common and then that's what makes us think that that's the way that you should be doing it yeah that's what the societal norm is exactly yeah but I wanted to derive from that because in my opinion I feel like birth is one of the most especially after experiencing it it is one of the most raw forms of life. Like you cannot get any more raw than that. And mm -hmm. literally, every, you know at least one person who's given birth, and that's your mom. Mm -hmm. Like if, even if you don't know your mom, you know that she did give birth to you. And like you wouldn't be here without that miracle. Mm -hmm. And it, it's just the woman's body is a portal, and it's just gnarly after experiencing it. It's, I can't even describe it. <laughs> oh, so how is the, I mean, you know, people usually ask mothers, oh, how is the pain of birthing from one to 10? Oh but my Lord, <laughs> um, <laughs> you couldn't even put that on a scale. Uh, I didn't have any like medicine, so it was like all natural, but I was in labor, active labor, which is when you're like constantly going through all this pain for like 12 hours. And um, I wanted to have a water birth, but my, um, water hadn't broken so I had to get out of the bathtub mm. walk around and let that happen but oh my god, the 
pain. Oh, like when it was when she packed everything, her everything. Oh, everything, dude. Oh my god. It got like to the point where it was so like it was so painful that I couldn't feel it at all. Like, um, wow. Everybody in the room said that my eyes, like my pupils, dilated to moons, and I was like almost euphoric. Like you couldn't really even talk to like me. Like as was coming out. Um, in between the contractions and as she was coming out, that was the easiest part because it was a water birth. That's why I wanted to have a water birth mm -hmm. also. Um, once the head's out, it's all done. Oh, like, okay. It all just, just, just bloop. Yep, exactly, <laughs> bloop. <laughs> so, just a splish splash. <laughs> exactly, and that was just, that was gnarly. So, and everybody that was there, um, Benny and my best friend, oh my God, it was just, if you have a friend that's giving birth, you should just watch that stuff because you're never gonna get more real than that. <laughs> that's how you know your connection is true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's nuts. But um, I mean, that pain is symbolic. I mean, you yeah. had to have that extreme pain to for, have her. like I said, to have that extreme like love. It's alchemy. Yeah, you have to give in order to get, and you have to get in order to give. So I feel like I actually talked about that with Benny, um, my fiance, that. All that pain that I endured, um, it is equivalent to the amount of love that I'm going to get from this child. Mm -hmm. Like, it must have been, it, like, the depth of it is going to reach the depth of the, the love. Yep, yeah, the yeah, highest. Yeah, the, yep, the highs and the lows. So, I don't know. It's, it's in incredible. Hi, bug. And um, also with the depression, oh. uh, postpartum depression has been hitting a little bit. But that's only because, like, also inevitable, in my opinion. Um, it's because it's a new transition. I've never done this before. Yeah. Um, I don't shock. know. Yeah, it's yeah. a giant change in your life. You don't realize it. Like, you, of course, expect it, but you don't realize it until you're going through it. And there are so many things that I didn't really know how to, like, deal with my depression on my own until couple years ago and I feel like that actually prepared me for this mm. like when when you're experiencing depression the most important thing to do is ground yourself mm -hmm. um, they say meditation is key but when you're doing meditation while depressed you shouldn't be envisioning you should do mindful meditation whereas when you sit there your eyes open and you're just listening and watching and just admiring everything that's going on around you and being grateful for it and just seeing the way life is mm -hmm. like just being in that and it takes you away from all the things that you want or you can't or you don't or you won't or mm -hmm. all that stuff so all the thoughts that are lingering in your head that keep eating at you yep that yep. happens yeah but it's it's there to show you like that there's something else that you're not doing at this moment that you're going to be doing later in life or soon. Mm -hmm. um, you just don't have it at this moment. And that's what you should actually be grateful for is that you're realizing you don't have it now, but that doesn't mean that it's not coming to you. Mm -hmm. That's a big, big thing I'm trying to learn too. <laughs> oh yeah, that's me too. It's all a process. I need to learn to be patient. Step by step. <laughs> Patience, man. That is my biggest, my biggest lesson. <laughs> it's nuts, especially having a kid that's going to teach me a lot of patience. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I can only imagine. I, I went through, me personally, when it comes to the topic of wanting a kid right now, I'm like, I know I'm not ready for that right now. 
respect and yeah. understand. But before, I mean, when I used to fight with my mom a lot, I'd always be like, ah, I'll show you when I have a kid. I'll tell you, uh, I'll show you how to, you know, take care of a child. <laughs> and, and then I went through a phase where I was like, no, 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 I don't want kids at all. And then now I'm at the point where like, no, not, I'm not, just not at this time, but open, be open to anything. Exactly. And it, it'll choose you. Like, mm -hmm. I know that people believe like or I used to believe actually that like people would just have kids because they weren't being careful that's not always true I feel like it'll happen for you when the time is right and even if you feel like it's not for you it's a gift like something is telling you you're ready mm -hmm. when it happens mm -hmm. and you just gotta accept that and own it but trust me, for years I was like, I'm never having kids. Like, if I have a kid, I'm gonna get a surrogate because I don't want to have birth, like give birth. I was scared of mm. childbirth as a little girl, so. Oh, really? That was one of the biggest things I've ever done. How come, um, it, if you don't mind talking, how come it was trauma for um, you? I was told that somebody my size would probably not survive that. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. But then I told my midwives that, and they were like, I don't know who said that to you, but they lied. <laughs> so. Wait, so what exactly is a midwife? I don't, I don't really oh. know. I don't know what a midwife is. You're good. You're good. Uh, <laughs> so a midwife is actually somebody that um, went to, well, they have to go to school to become certified and uh, licensed, but they actually are the ones that coach you through the birthing process. They're the ones that help the baby out of the um, canal and um, they're the ones that are with you the whole time. So instead of a doctor, I had a midwife that I would mm. go to for my appointments. And what she does is they study birth. They know all about it. They know when you dilate, they know how your body should react. They know like what your uh, levels of iron should be. They are like pros at birth, whereas doctors, they study medicine. Yeah, so, more general yeah. field. So they don't really, they're not uh, so in-depth into the birth. They know how to like handle it, but they don't know, um, God, I wish you could meet my midwife, she was so cool. Uh, no. They don't know all the, the beautiful stuff that it can be. I mean, you could chat her out, or him. <laughs> oh, Annie at uh, Acorn in Fallbrook, Yay. and Christy, they are just, they're with me every Aww. day. Yes, they're, oh, here comes Oliver. Or was it Ollie? My bad. No, it's no, you Ollie got it. or Oliver. Oh, Both Oliver. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Oh. <laughs> but um, yeah, for anybody who's looking to have a, a child, you can do it. You can do it without drugs. I 100% like. You can do it. It's more I worth promise. it. I promise. It is worth yeah. it. I'm sorry. I'm like saying for I've never had a child, but I'm I'm assuming it it would be worth it's, the it's pain. It's totally worth it, and it shows you like how much you can endure, and it shows you just how strong and willing you are to do something so selfless. But it it doesn't hurt as bad as people may seem like think it does, but not enough to induce yourself, in my opinion. Mm. Like. Actually, you can kind of get high from the pain, and in that—that—that's your best. Yeah, thing. Well, that's, yeah. When you were saying like the pain was so high, like you just couldn't really feel anymore, and you were like in that euphoric state. Yep. I'm like, well, I can only imagine. Yeah, dude, it was—it was like a natural form of um, I don't know what they call that when they put it in your spine. The uh, I don't know. But we're gonna wait for this thing to pass by because it's noisy. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what it is. 
Watch, he's gonna come cut the grass right now. Oh no, it's cool. He's, he's leaving. That looks like a fun job. <laughs> I know, right? Just driving around a lawn mower cutter thing. All day at the park. It's like a little go-kart. It is. <laughs> There's just a lot going on in this uh, environment right now. Everybody. <laughs> Ollie! Ollie almost knocked down the GoPro. Whoa! Ollie! <laughs> it's okay, you know? <laughs> this is a big lesson to just keep grounded. <laughs> Look at this dude. But have fun at the same time. Yeah, man. I mean... Aww, you Ollie, you be careful! Oh, <laughs> Hi! <laughs> Alright then, that was... um. Eventful. <laughs> oh, he's totally his his butt's in the frame. <laughs> Super cute. But there, you're ridiculous. <laughs> no, I I mean from all the all the things that I've learned from you, um, I'm really like not convinced, but like I really do. If I ever have a child, want to go through that natural birthing process too. Because my mom actually does this <laughs> for her career. Really? Um, she, yeah, she, well, she doesn't go through the labor process, but she takes care of the babies after um, they've been born. And so, um, my mom and I haven't really talked about it, but now I'm like, oh, maybe I should go to a midwife instead of the doctor slash nurse. Also, um, how was the, how are the bills, if you don't mind me the asking? The bills? Like, when in terms, because I know, when you give birth in a hospital, apparently giving birth is like hundreds of thousands, or not hundreds, well like tens of thousands maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It could be up to like um, seven grand or more to have it in a hospital. My birth was free. 100%. Really? Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. That was if that doesn't convince you, then I don't know what. No, <laughs> <laughs> totally worth it in my opinion. Wow, and that's amazing. You build a connection with the people that actually help you bring your child into the world and that matters to me too because a lot of doctors, I'm not saying every doctor, but I've heard a lot of careless stories where like they didn't reach the women who were hemorrhaging in, in time and like because they had other patients to deal with. Mm -hmm. So when you have a midwife, they're dedicated to you through and through. Oh, like, they're like, they are there for you. They're pretty much just your guide throughout the entire process. That entire process. Oh, that's amazing. Yep. And I feel like that's so important because this is unknown to you. And it, it helps to have somebody there to help guide you. Oh, just I with anything totally in life. Agree. Yeah. I totally agree. Annie, my midwife, she actually was doing Reiki on me while I was oh, going. I got chills. Through birth. <laughs> it was it was like intense. She made me skip contractions. She was doing Reiki right here. My eyes were closed, and like she was talking. I don't remember what she was saying, but it made me feel so at peace and that connection that you have with somebody who's helping you get through that that's a really big that's that's just it's so important and like no doctor or nurse would could ever really amount to that in my opinion mm -hmm. for me anyways but yeah for your personal experience for my personal experience exactly yeah, yeah. Yep. well that's amazing well now i want to go see if there's any in vegas like what like are they what are they usually called like as a center like a midwife center a birthing, birthing center? center just a birthing center oh i'm so interested or holistic midwives holistic midwives yeah yeah well if you're listening to this and you are expecting mother <laughs> and any of this resonates with you try to look for a holistic birthing center in your city and um, you feel that it will really help because i know that birthing can be super scary 
Mm-hmm. It's a lot to deal with. Yeah. <laughs> and it actually helps with your partner, too. Like, um, they were not just talking to me. They were talking to Benny as well. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Yay. And they were always like, how are you? And, like, making sure that we're doing good. We talk about life. And then we get to the part where it's like, all right, let's check your vitals and everything. So. Mm. Well, that's great because I... I mean, it's a two, you need two people to give birth, so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even though you are going through that physical pain, it doesn't mean that yeah, the partner, well, it doesn't mean that the partner's not going to anything to, through anything too, because they definitely are. Yeah. And people are cutting the grass next to us right now. I know. And this little bud just bit me. Did it? What are you doing? Oh, I want to grab it if it bit you. <laughs> I would just like, push it off no. there. There you go. Oh, sorry. Dropped you. All right. We'll just wait. Do you actually want to just make this 30 minutes? Because I feel like there's a lot going on right now. Um, it's up to you. Totally up to you. <laughs> Ollie. There. Um, yeah, so careful. actually I'll do this like... Because technically my last episode was supposed to be my, my last one for the season. Oh. And so this is this is kind of like a special. Oh yay! Yeah, <laughs> we're ending it with many topics: yes. depression, birth, and my foot is asleep again. That Ollie, no, 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 before this I was like oh I wonder if the dog is gonna pee on my GoPro stand so I totally manifested that I was gonna say you thought it it happened so yeah so it's funny so it's okay well this we is me not freaking out this is me staying grounded <laughs> and just laughing about the situation <laughs> I can't believe that just happened oh my lord oh it's so funny but that's just that goes to show you nothing is in your control, man. Yep, and you just gotta laugh about it, and move forward. Yep, or you can manifest things pretty fast. Oh, yep, yep. I'm sorry, Rosemary. No, it's, it's oh totally God. fine. I, I just, it's so funny that that actually happened. I actually thought Brody was gonna do it, but apparently not. That was a surprise. That's a surprise. To both of us. He got close to the thing many times, and I didn't think it, but you know. Oh, well, I mean, if there's any, do you, is there anything else that you really want to talk about? I feel like we should go a little bit more into depression. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I figured. That, yeah. Like, I, I felt like you want to talk more about that. I feel like it's just really important because everybody experiences it, but not everybody wants to admit it. Mm-hmm. Um, even my fiance, he says like his um, perspective of depression is a little bit different. Not going by labels, like what we were saying with the mental health thing, how mm-hmm. everything is labeled to understand it. Um, in his opinion, and it like sheds some light on like how I perceive it too. Um, he doesn't think that we're depressed. He thinks that we're deprived. We're not giving ourselves what it is that we truly want. So when you feel like you're lonely, you're probably not spending enough time with yourself. Like, when you're feeling sad, there's probably something that you're not addressing within yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's never anybody else's fault, except for like situational depression where it could be like a loved one has passed and that makes you very sad. But um, 
when you're experiencing it for months or years at a time, there's something within you that's calling to you, that's longing, it's your soul, it's trying to speak to you, like, it's trying to let you know that, hey, something's not right, we need to work on that. And if you didn't have these experiences, you wouldn't be growing into the beautiful person that you're becoming. And I really feel like the deeper the depression, the more beautiful you're gonna come out of that like a butterfly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's alchemy. Like you gotta put in that sadness and that work and that depth in order to get all that happiness and joy. And it actually teaches you how to enjoy life a little bit more even when you become depressed again. Mm -hmm. So yeah, no, that's, that's an amazing like perspective because I've never heard of it like that. Because yeah. when I, um, I mean, I've also gotten, other than that, my heartbreak, um, I've gotten depressed because I always felt lonely, like you were saying. And then now I'm realizing I have to spend more time with myself and then in that turn, like I can connect, help connect others. I, I totally did not. Er, iterate that how I wanted to, but you know, I'm I working got it. on it. <laughs> you it's got all it. about that speech. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel it. Learning about that public speaking, you know. <laughs> it's so hard. <laughs> I feel it. It's also, with the depression as well, it messes up your throat chakra because you're having a problem communicating with yourself. Mm. So, um, even if you're coming out of the depression, you're not feeling it anymore, it still lingers with you. It's still. It's still there, it's still blocked. Exactly, yeah. you're still trying to get through that and learn it and embrace it. Mm -hmm. It's hard. It is hard. And just, my friend says that the throat chakra is the gateway to your upper and your lower chakras, which to me is like where your balance is. And um, most people are just extremely unbalanced and- They don't even know it sometimes. Yeah, and I mean, including me, I. I'm always trying, striving for balance because I'm a Libra, but that's a label, but another thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I also found out that my purpose is to help others find the balance within themselves. Good. And um, I, my third chakra was extremely blocked. Like, like you have no idea. Like I never wanted to talk about any of this. I was so scared to just talk. That's why you wore the choker, know. right? Yeah, that's why I wore the choker. Well, supposedly that's like my, my choker was like protecting it. And yeah, after I took that off, I was like, oh man, I'm, I'm a changed person. <laughs> but it really Open did, up. like, I, I really did start opening up more and just talking more about this. I think that's when I started this podcast, when I had my, like, when I took it off, or maybe this, the, like, transitioning phase of when I took it off. But it just all makes sense. It got like, you through where you needed to go. And then you mm -hmm. took it off, and you're like, all right, I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> that's super cool. Yeah, and I feel like just this whole like spiritual journey, just every every time you learn something new, at least for me, I always go, oh my god, that makes sense. Like, yeah, things that you're teaching me now, I'm like, oh my god, that makes sense. <laughs> it's resonating with you. Yeah. And then that helps you to manifest whatever it is that you envision. Mm -hmm. So, I was going to say something about um, psychedelics. Oh yeah, I, I saw your last post, you guys were talking about psychedelics, right? Mm -hmm. I love that you guys were talking about that, first off. Second off, huge, huge tool when you're depressed. Psychedelics. Um, psilocybin, actually, um, is one of the most enlightening plant medicines that can get you through any dark time. And sometimes it's can, it can be really difficult 
bad trips can happen, but that's not necessarily a bad trip. It's you experiencing the depth of your own ego and it's showing you what it is that you're having a problem communicating to yourself. Mm. So that's actually something that helped me a lot with psilocybin. So. Oh, as you were depressed? Mm-hmm. Wow. Because usually, from what I've heard, like if you're depressed, don't do drugs. Like, well, and just in general, like don't do drugs, it'll make you go down deeper. But with psychedelics specifically, that is not the case. Not in my opinion, no. Um, and uh, even organizations like MAPS, um, the, I think it's Multidisciplinary Association of Psychedelic Research. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, no, studies. 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 Oh, yes. Other, Otherwise, it'd be mapper. Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they actually are becoming FDA approved to test psilocybin and MDMA for depression um, and PTSD. And they're actually getting the okay to uh, do this in studies to try to get um, the correct amount so that they can prescribe it to people who are oh, experiencing yay. that. I That's know. Amazing. You're like, yes. finally, finally. Yeah, we did, we did touch upon maps on the psychedelic episode. So it's great that you're bringing it up again because extra, you know, reminder and confirmation that check out maps. <laughs> you should, you should. And they actually, um, if you want to volunteer with them, I would love to do that one day. They have the Zendo project, which was at Wait, the Lightning in a Bottle. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know they're those were connected. Yep, oh they're God. connected. Zendo's amazing. It's <sighs> it's very inspiring, and you actually, um, I want to become a psychedelic therapist. So. Oh my God. Yeah. That'd be amazing. I got chills when you said that. I'm like, oh. I I found that out one day. I was like doing. I was. I think I was at the park or a waterfall with Benny and. Um, we were on mushrooms or taking mushroom psilocybin and it like occurred to me that I really want to help people I want to help people on their journey to becoming their greatest self and sometimes that includes listening to what it is that they need to discuss and helping them through their trips so that they can understand what it is that they're trying to um, manifest in their life. Mm. Oh my gosh, you should meet Rox. <laughs> I just want the, the girl that I had my last episode with. I was like, oh my gosh, you guys would talk up a storm. <laughs> I know, when I saw that, uh, the topic, I was like, she did it. That's awesome. <laughs> I was so stoked. Yeah, I, I definitely, before, I actually asked her a month or two ago and um, just didn't, you know, timing just didn't work out. And um, she was telling me a couple weeks ago, she's like, yes, I think I, I feel ready to talk about it now. Because there is that fear of like, oh my gosh, it's legal yeah. and all that, but yeah. you know. And everybody has different us. opinions on it too. <laughs> exactly, who's stopping us, yeah. you know? And if we weren't talking about it, then it probably wouldn't be manifesting into what it is, so. Yeah, I think the importance is that we're talking about it in a way where um, it's like just not constantly negative and to help educate because that's just really important when you're intaking anything. Oh yeah. yeah, research 100%. They even have um, like, I don't even, I don't know if it's Zendo, but I think it's like Dance Safe where they'll test oh, yeah. your drugs it's dance for safe. you. Yeah, oh my gosh. I thought so. <laughs> I just love lightning in a bottle. I'm like, can we just talk about lightning in a bottle? Because that was actually my favorite festival that I've ever gone to in my entire life. Like, Only one, but still my favorite. Oh, <laughs> no. Well, I've gone to at least 20 music festivals and that was seriously my favorite one ever. I, and I, I'm really grateful that I got to volunteer for it. We got to volunteer for it. 
and um, it's a whole nother story but <laughs> it was a beautiful experience check out lightning in a bottle seriously yeah if you had to pick one music festival to go to in your life that I highly yeah I highly suggest lightning in a bottle like I can't stop talking about it. Even like uh, volunteering though, like I know you don't get to go and party all the time, but volunteering, giving back, that was so cool. Mm -hmm. Like getting to work with the Rangers, walking around, seeing the entire campground, like talking to people at their uh, yeah. like, tents and their trailers. Just like, making sure that they're having a good time and they're safe. Yeah, like, and everybody's so friendly. Like I had somebody offer us coffee. Sit down. Oh, yeah. It was like five in the morning that Wait, we were working. And then weren't we that at that time when we went to that random campsite? And then I think you were in a hammock. Yeah, <laughs> that, I that was fell awesome. Asleep. Actually, you did, did, you did fall asleep. I fell asleep. And we were just talking to just some random campers, and they were really cool. They were they were so down to earth. Yeah. Everybody's very very cool. Check out Lightning in a Bottle, please. Yeah. And yeah. check out Zendo. They work there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So just briefly touching upon what Zendo is. Zendo is an organization. Um, Zendo is the section of maps where you can go and volunteer at festivals um, helping people so it's a tent where people will bring their friends who are having a bad trip so if somebody's having a really bad time they'll take them to Zendo and they'll sit with them they'll talk with them they'll get them something to drink and they'll just hear out what it is and they help yeah. them through whatever it is that they're trying to get through i want to do that so bad but oh my gosh yes it'll happen <laughs> i no, i can already see it happening like oh my gosh i'm so excited for you <laughs> talk about it yeah be about it <laughs> yeah spread knowledge and good vibes and love <laughs> definitely uh and then dance safe since you mentioned them i might as well just kind of just bring them up so dance safe like you said is is um well i i, I don't know if they're organizations but they um, pretty much test your drugs and they do it anonymously so you're not going to get in trouble for it nope. and um, they'll tell you what's in it yep. and to make sure that you're not you know having any hard drugs or drugs that you weren't intending to take and I just think that was amazing and I first have heard about it at I think Shambhala in Canada oh, wow. and it's cool that they're bringing it to the United States yeah where I mean it is a little I don't know it's 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 something that's inevitable, I feel like. It's important, yeah. honestly. Like I know I know the goal of music festivals is not to do drugs, but they know that people are coming in with that and for them to actually go out of their way to actually bring people in who will do tests anonymously, that's like that's like angels. Yeah. <laughs> They're really looking out for the people that are there. Like they can't control it, they can try to search you and whatnot, but I mean, it's so important to know what you're taking because you do not want to, you don't want to do anything that you don't know what it is. So yeah, it's yeah. important. That's what there is that other side of like, I can see why someone would be scared to just give somebody something illegal and be like, hey, test it, even though especially, I wasn't supposed to bring it in in the first place. Especially <laughs> that reason. Like, I don't yeah. know if I want to go in that tent, you know, but I'm gonna do it because it's smart. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, I, this is just a random thing, but I was at a first Friday uh, back in Las Vegas and there was like an STD truck where they tested STD, like people wow. for STD. And I mean, me and my friends that were there, we did it because we wanted to be safe, but then there were other people judging us. And I'm like, well, why? Because- Shouldn't judge Yeah, you, they're being safe. Yeah, Honestly. I'm like, I want to make sure that I'm okay. And- I'd and, rather you test than not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's cool because there's, um, 
um, trucks that do that for free. I know it, it sounds shady that you're just going into a truck to get an STD test, but it's really not. It's it's very it's very legitimate, right. and um, <laughs> for the for the most part, for for the truck that I went to at First Friday, but. Um, yeah, if you're ever at First Friday and they're there, I highly recommend it. Especially if you just don't know what's there at all. I'm just blabbling now. <laughs> it's always good to check, honestly. Yeah, it's better to be safe. Yep. I mean, and if you do find out, well, now you're aware. And that's like the most important part, too. If you find out that you do have it, now you can take actions to um, work just, with it. just work with it, move forward with it. And don't let anything hold you back. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Especially dance safe because they will help you. <laughs> oh my gosh, my GoPro turned off again. What? When? No. But it's okay, the audio is still good. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> the most important part is the audio. Just the bon- The video is like a bonus. <laughs> this is true, it's a podcast. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. That's why I was like, uh, the wind, I don't know about the audio, but it will be fine. I have good feeling for it, so it should be fine. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I also wanted to talk about, um, just briefly, just like to, to correlate the psychedelics with the depression. Um, the, um, like, Big Pharma and mm-hmm. all the um, antidepressants that they give out. Like, I have a friend who's depressed who um, wants to get antidepressants, but I keep telling her, like, just go on walks and, like, try to get, like, you can get them from me. Like, I can give you mushrooms and, like, go out and walk because antidepressants will just, they'll make it worse. Yeah. So yeah. I just well, like, it, well, like you were saying, you're burying it even more, yeah. not bringing it to the surface and exactly. acknowledging it. Yeah. yeah. It, like, numbs it, and that's mm-hmm. not going to help you grow. Yeah, I think my mom actually went like took some antidepressants um, when I was living with her and she didn't didn't really seem like she was getting better and um, not dealing with it that's why yeah and I don't remember the reason why she was depressed but um, that's just remembered huh everyone's got their reasons yep everyone's (laughs) got their situations everything's always situational but everything's always the same yeah seriously it's just in a different light Depression is such a big topic too. There's so many things you can discuss about it. It's like when I was watching all these uh, videos on it and like listening to podcasts, it's just like crazy hearing different people's perspectives and everything. Mm-hmm. It's insane. It opens your eyes. It's pretty, pretty interesting. Yeah, it's depression is something that I never really talked about until recently. that my throat chakra was blocked that's when I was like oh it makes sense it does now it, it it feels a lot well for me personally it made me feel about it made me feel a lot lighter like like a you know the feeling of getting that weight lifted off your shoulders like it's when I all that old energy yeah it yeah. is Yay. I'm so happy for you dude and it's actually manifesting you can see like you've probably been doing a lot of inner work because it's showing outside mm-hmm. and it's very I like watching people's growth that's awesome no me too <laughs> I was like oh my god I can't wait like I love watching your stories but I'm like yes I just love learning about new things and me too and we're just very aligned in the fact like you were saying earlier you want to help people become their best self and that's what I need to, to do too and so yes we are on this journey we are <laughs> different perspectives but still the same goal yep <laughs> yep now it makes me wonder if everyone's sole purpose is to 
That was part of uh, when I was giving birth, I learned that like we're not here to do it alone. Mm-hmm. Like we're here, we're brought by two people. So obviously they didn't do it alone. Like, yeah. so we're all here for each other. And even if we feel like we're not like, I am you, you are me. We're all reflections. Yeah, we're all reflections. We're all just like the same person living a different life. And if we could just like talk to each other. (laughs) Yeah, like seriously. You could actually, I discovered when I like uh, found out, because Benny is my twin flame. Like there's soulmates and there's twin flames. But like I discovered by loving him, it opened up a part of my heart that showed me if I can love him like this, I can love anybody like this because it's just all a matter of learning to get to know someone mm-hmm. and their deepest feelings and nobody nobody is who they look on the surface. Mm-hmm. That's like the iceberg. Yeah. You know, so And then under the deep. iceberg is like eighty five percent the rest of your stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. And like it's hard to even show the world like, hey, like the depression, like I'm I'm not feeling my best, but you know what? I'm gonna keep pushing because mm-hmm. that's why we're here. Mm-hmm. We're learning what it is to be human. I'm so glad that you and Benny crossed paths and you found out that you guys are twin flames. And I'm like, yay! Because <laughs> uh, uh, I'm trying not to be fixated on the whole twin flame thing. I mean, I, I am very grateful that I know. I'm learning more and more about soulmates and I know I can tell which people in my life are my soulmates. And it's just, I, I love explaining it to people. That makes them wonder. I'm like, oh, I wonder if the person I'm with now is my twin flame, or if I wonder if this person is my twin flame, or maybe yeah. I haven't met them yet. Yeah. But um, it happens like that too. You don't yeah. know it for yeah. a while. Yeah. <laughs> maybe we should talk. Wait, I don't know if I talked about twin flame before. So a twin flame is someone. But I feel like you would be. You want me to? Yeah. You want me to I feel say? like you would be better at okay. explaining it. <laughs> um, twin flames are like your compliment. Like. Um, he likes peanut butter, I like jelly. Together we make the perfect sandwich. So, yeah. I don't know, like, it's everything that you are, they are too, but in their own form. So, what is a good example? Oh, the music we like. So, he's really into drum and bass. And what that is, it's like a busy sound, okay, drum and bass, the music. It's like heavy, uh, heavy bass repetitive drums and weird sounds in the background like a telephone ringing or like an alien abducting people like a cow could moo like but it works in music right and then i like side trance which is everything i just explained but just has a different rhythm like it still has that heavy bass it still has weird sounds but it's got like a good rhythm to it and so like the the love that I had for him came from the music. I never heard drum and bass before, and he was in the jump up. If you've ever listened to jump up, it just sounds like a car crash. Like it is, oh. yeah, it's a lot. You, you yeah. should, I'll send you some. It's <laughs> yeah, gnarly. It, it is crazy, but I I gave it a chance, and it like really showed me a lot of him that was actually a lot of me. And um, your soulmate is somebody that. Um, you get along with but you might not at the same time like you both deeply love each other but the twin flame is more than just that deep love you're connected spiritually and physically like 
I will find him in any life now that I've found him here. Like I know that I'm always gonna return back to him. It's the energy, it's like yin and yang. Um, that's the perfect actual um, definite. Yeah, like that's perfect. It's the yin to my yang. Um, everything that I am in the light, he is in the shadow. Um, I but wouldn't masculine, be, feminine. Exactly, yeah. it's that perfect balance, mm -hmm. which we were talking about, um, that actually comes to life. And you don't know it until you experience it. So that's why it's like really hard for me to put it into words. So when I met Benny, there was something different about him. I actually forgot his name like five, six times. What's your name? What's your name? What's your name? And once it stuck, it stuck. And like we became best friends. But at the same time, we were never really like hanging out. Like at the time, I didn't have a car. He didn't have a car. And then as time went on, all that time that we like didn't get to spend with each other being friends, we actually made up for that in our relationship. And he showed me a part of myself this is a big thing with Twin Flames. They will show you a part of you that you knew was there, but you didn't know how to access it. So in a sense, it's like a key to a lock. Mm -hmm. um, definitely something you can't force. Like, do not force it. Um, if you find yourself in a relationship where you're questioning everything, communicate. If they don't agree with you, and if you don't agree with them, you can either come to an agreement to disagree, or you can go your separate ways because like your your twin flame will not hold you back. But if you have that um, that faith that if you let this person go, if you have the faith that they will come back to you and they do, then that probably is your twin flame. And you'll you'll know, you can't even guess it. Like I've had soulmates in the past and um, even friends are soulmates, but twin flames are so much deeper. They've so powerful it is incredibly powerful like your childhood experiences they like match but at the same time they're their own experiences like i've had childhood trauma just like everybody else but the certain things i went through he also went through and if he didn't go through that i didn't go through that then what would we have to connect to each other so it's just incredible and it helps you a lot through depression as well. Yeah, and the other thing I learned about Time Flames too is that they are the ones that will teach you the hardest le lessons. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes they will. Yeah. Oh my gosh, when I met Benny I knew that too because like, um, I, and he doesn't know this, but I wasn't really attracted to him at first, okay? So when he sees this, I'm sorry babe, but I love you. Um, <laughs> I, was then, this is now. <laughs> yeah, that was then, this is now, okay? <laughs> Different time. Um, we were just friends you know i knew there was something about him that like really intrigued me but that was the thing like it wasn't lustful like every person i had been with before that it was an attraction at sight it wasn't it was in the heart but it was mainly at sight like you can get so confused mm -hmm. just by like oh i really like this person but they're yeah, so beautiful love and lust are two different things. totally different yeah. but it's hard for the heart to tell uh sometimes and where did ollie go ollie Sorry, because Benny's gone and I gotta... Bear! Oh, you probably should probably... Let me go get him. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Remember where we left off. <laughs> okay, so as time went on, I realized that who this being was that I was best friends with, like, he was more beautiful to me from the inside than he was from the outside. And then the day finally came where he showed me a part of myself that I knew was there, like I was saying, the key to the lock, right? After that, 
the the part of me that was like, oh, I don't think I'm really attracted to him, that diminished. Like I, he wasn't really my type, which is, that says something too, because it's like your heart, like kind of hiding that from you. It's like showing you that you're attracted to, to this kind of person, but the person that you really want to be with is um, not going to be somebody. What you're expecting. Exactly. Yeah. It, it comes to you in like the, the craziest of ways. Um, craziest and random. It's very random. The way I met him was really just insane. It was nuts. Oh my god, Ollie. <laughs> Bear, I don't have anything for you. Uh, no, but I... Uh, oh my gosh. I've been... When, when you said that you can't force the twin flame, I'm like, oof, I'm going through that right now because I've known my twin flame since the sixth grade. Nice. And now I realize why I went up to him and talked to him. And that was my intuition telling me, hey, you should go talk to this person. Stay tuned for more. <laughs> With twin flames, there's a dance too of energy. Like when you guys first meet, it's not gonna be like love at first sight. We got married like the next day. Like it takes time, and that time that it takes actually shows you. Like it takes that time so that you can feel it and you can learn. Like this person is like meant to be in my life. We fit like puzzle pieces. And it may not work right now, but when it does, it's the dance is gonna get, continue to get tighter and tighter and tighter, like the tango or Yay. or the the other one. I don't know the other one, but salsa? it takes two to tango. Yeah, the salsa. <laughs> you start out from a distance, and then you get closer, and then you work on life together, and that's where the depression comes too. Like they will help you. They'll help you through anything. Like I know some people, it can be really difficult to uh, be with somebody who has a mental illness, so to speak. Um, quote unquote. Yeah, quote unquote. <laughs> but um, those who are truly there for you will see you through it. They'll remind you that you are not your thoughts. You are not your emotions. You are a soul that is experiencing all of this humanness. And it can be so difficult because you're not a human at soul you're the infinite and this finite body that you're in is just it has so many lessons to teach you and it could just be a lot like all that weight on your shoulders all that heavy energy on your shoulders um and twin flames can definitely get you through it just by talking to you and reminding you who you are keep yourself grounded even when you're high in the clouds and you're like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> so. I like how you're like, let's talk about this briefly. It's so in-depth, I'm sorry. No, I mean, I can't. It's hard for me to condense it in like five minutes, so. It's a lot. It is a lot. <laughs> Google, Google has helped me a lot learn, learning what twin flames are. But Do your own research. Do your own research. Find whatever resonates with you or that's what resonates with you. And with it just take our word for it but take it with a grain of salt do yeah. your own research i yeah. like that you're just the one of many confirmations that will come for you along your way if it truly is resonating with you yeah, yeah. i mean if it comes to you it comes to you mm. well <laughs> I, I i believe you reached an hour yes <laughs> yes we've been all right. babbling ollie's been running around so oh, oh. No. Oh, wait, that's Benny. Yeah, that's Benny. I was like, wait, that's, that's Benny. <laughs> We're done now. We're finishing up. <laughs> Do you I'm have anything else you want to add? Um, 
I feel like I talked a lot. <laughs> but that's good. You were you were nervous before. I still am. I was like, oh, oh, well, you did great, and I'm pretty sure that a lot of people are gonna learn a lot of new things from all these you. topics. Yeah, all these topics, <laughs> and thank you again for just being here. And thank you for having me. And yay! I know. Um, so good to see you after you, this time. <laughs> I know. After two years. And do you wanna tell people where we can find you online? Sure. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at suntoucha, which is sun.toucher, but without the E-R, it's A. Sure. <laughs> I'll, I'll type it. I'll, I mean, it's always in the description, but yeah. I don't know. And that's it. I have art, too, if you want to look that up. So, yay. yay. <laughs> do, you, do you have an Etsy or no? Um, I did, but since I've had packs, I've been like kind of regressing. So I'll build a new Etsy, but... It'll come soon. Okay. Yeah. If it, it'll come up, if her Etsy comes up again, I'll put it in the description. I'll update it. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us on another episode for Conscious Awakening. Um, please let us know if any of these topics really resonated with you because we'd love to hear. <laughs> and please um, follow me on social media at rosemary.fajardo on Instagram. And go check out my Patreon patreon.com slash rosemary pajardo i'm like really working on these ending things so <laughs> it's a lot <laughs> um yeah just i know i said last episode was going to be the last episode of season two but now ending season two with episode 22 is sounds way better two so. two 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 oh my god yeah. lucky number okay <laughs> that just works out it does <laughs> honestly all right so for reals now, this is the end of season two, and I will see you for my new series coming up in June. <gasps> Yay! Bye! <laughs> Thanks for listening slash watching. <laughs>